Good morning. I want us to consider today uh, two phrases that we heard yesterday. The first one, called to salvation. And the second one, called to service. We see both of these things in Paul's opening introduction that we've been looking at as he wrote his letter to the Christians in Rome. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart from the gospel of God. Paul has answered the call of salvation and he is now a new person in Christ. Later, he could write from experience when he wrote to the church of Corinth in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 and he said this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone and the new is here. He knew that as a reality in his life as we've seen already from the verse we've been looking at. He's answered the call to serve Jesus. That's why he refers to himself as a servant. But what is it that Paul has been called to be a servant to? Well, if you know that verse we've been looking at, and you should probably know it off by heart now, you can guess what the answer will be. It's in that opening introduction. Set apart for the gospel of God. Now, I want us to think about this. Are these calls from God reserved for people like Paul and people for John Newton, who we mentioned yesterday? And the answer is no, certainly not. These calls are for all who will answer the call that is being made. And the call that's being made is a call to salvation. Listen to what Peter says in his letter to Peter 3 verse 9. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises, some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. That's a personal statement there. Notice what he says. Instead, he is patient with you, not waiting, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. That brings us to probably the most famous verse in the Bible, which I quite often quote, as many others do, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And that word whosoever means whosoever, anybody who will come. What about the other phrase, the call to service? Well, we're going to go to Luke's Gospel, Luke chapter 4, verse 8. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus answered, it's written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. A wonderful thing about the Bible is this, listen, it's that the Bible not only tells us that we should serve the Lord, it also tells us how. Now you might be thinking, well, what about me? What can I do to serve the Lord? Well, the first thing is to let him have his rightful place in your life. I want to finish again with the words of a, of a, a hymn. This hymn is by William T. Mayer. And it's quite a, a simple one. And again, it, it sort of does share with us these two phrases that we're looking at. Uh, the phrases which we said, called to salvation and called to service. And this is what this hymn says. 
There's a work for Jesus, ready at your hand. Tis a task the Master, just for you, has planned. Haste to do his bidding, yield him service true. There's a work for Jesus, none but you can do. Here's the chorus. Work for Jesus day by day. Serve him ever, falter never, Christ obey. Yield him service, loyal true. There's a work for Jesus, none but you can do. There's a work for Jesus, humble though it be. Tis the very service he would ask of thee. Go where fields are whitened and the labour is few. There's a work for Jesus, none but you can do. There's a work for Jesus, precious souls to bring. Tell them of his mercies, tell them of your King. Faint not, nor grow weary, he will strength renew. There's a work for Jesus, none but you can do. So do you get the gist of that hymn? That there is a work none but you can do. I thought today being the 11th of uh, November, which is traditionally Remembrance Day, Poppy Day, uh, I thought that we would, uh, as we pray today, maybe remember those who are working for Jesus in other lands, the missionaries who have gone out into troubled parts of this world to take the gospel. But specifically this morning, let us remember the work of Sazra. That's the Soldiers and Airmen Scripture Readers Association. They do such a great work, and they work amongst our military personnel, and they seek to share the good news of Jesus, and we just pray for them and their safety as you pray today. Let's just pray now for a moment. Father, we thank you that you choose us. You choose us not just that we might be free from the power of sin and might have an eternity with you, which is tremendous, and we thank you for that. But your word teaches us that we are in your service. Give us the desire to do this because we want to do it. And our Father, even though we think, well, what can I do? I don't have very many talents and not really physically able to do a lot. But our Father, there's always something that we can do for you. First of all, we draw close to you. Secondly, that we come to you with our problems. And thirdly, that we praise you for who you are. And also, that we seek to share what we have with others, that they too might hear the gospel or see the gospel lived out in our lives. And our Father, we mentioned about being Remembrance Day today and we ask again that we can bring into your presence those who are out on the mission field. But in particular this morning, we pray for the work of Sadra. We ask your protection. We ask that they might see much fruit for their labour as they see those within our military services one for you, that they might know you as their saviour and then be able to serve you as their Lord. Our Father, we ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you again for letting me share this time with you and uh, hope to be back again tomorrow and speak again. In the meantime, God bless. Take care. Stay safe. Bye now.